Welcome to the Wild Soul Coaching Podcast. This is your host and founder, Kira Frederike Brückskis, but you can call me Kira. I'm here to help women slay their career and to feel powerful in the workplace. This podcast is for you if you want to learn all about career, leadership and money. My mission is to empower women to claim their seat at the table and follow their dream career, no matter how that might look like. If you enjoy this podcast, I would love for you to rate this podcast and to come hang out with me on Instagram, where you can find me at wildsoul underscore coaching. And now, without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, Wild Souls, and welcome back to my podcast, or actually welcome to the very first actual episode. I'm so happy you're here. I I'm still super excited to start this project. And today I wanted to talk to you about boundaries. And this is actually a topic that comes up for me a lot, both when I'm coaching, but also when I look around at people in my workplace. And I feel like it's such an underrated thing and something that not a lot of people really talk about in business. Some coaches probably do, but in the regular day-to-day business, no one talks a lot about boundaries. And so today I want to do that and I want to send this message out to you. And so for me, boundaries in business, I understand it's a very difficult thing to actually do because we don't learn this. As I already said, it's not something that is really, really talked about because mostly what happens, at least if you're in a regular business office job like me, what happens is you're mostly pushed to do more, be more, get more done, push the limits further. Right, it's always about those KPIs, about the OKRs, about the numbers, about the attrition. You know, it's always about achieving more and how far can we push the boundaries. And I want to make a very clear distinction here if it's about personal development, or if it's maybe even about the growth of your own business, of yourself in your highest version, yes. It's always good to have a little bit of push to always, you know, kind of see where are my boundaries really, get out of your comfort zone and so on. But generally in your workplace, I don't agree with that and not in the way that we get it taught and that we live by that in our business lives. So usually when you come into, you know, working life, either when you're coming straight from school or straight from university, maybe you did an internship before, anything, you get into the workplace and the first thing you learn is you got to work yourself up, right? You have to prove yourself, you have to prove that you are worth your seat at the table, that you are worth your next promotion, that you put in enough to prove that you deserve this job, that you deserve to stay and that you deserve to advance. Or, you know, maybe your company has an automatic promotion pattern for like the very junior positions. But latest then, like 
maybe at that point that is where this pressure comes in and no one really teaches you that in the long run that is not healthy because we learn this in the very beginning we keep doing this and at some point we burn out at some point we don't know where the time went we are burned out, we don't know what to do anymore, we pushed our limits that far that we don't even know anymore where our boundaries are. A lot of people abandon their private life, they abandon a healthy routine, especially when we're talking about physical exercise, but also when we're talking about friendships, about family. And, you know, actually, I feel like that is one of those things where it's a blessing in disguise that women at some point in their life, if and when they do have kids, they're kind of forced to reevaluate that, right? Because when you're pregnant, you're caring for another human being. At least in Germany, you have um, something called Mutterschutz, where you're not allowed to work actually. And then, you know, you have pretty, pretty good rules on parental leave. And usually women take that which is, you know, an entirely different topic than what we're talking about today. But that is usually the moment where women reevaluate for themselves and where they're like, well, no, this is, you know, the point where I'm not going to be open to work 10 hours, 12 hours a day anymore. This is the point where I need to set clear boundaries because I have a kid at home. I have a kid that I need to pick up that wants to be fed, that wants to be put to sleep and so on. But... Other people don't. Other people keep doing the, oh God, what's the word? The toxic pattern that we get taught. And then something weird happens. At that point, we shame women for putting out boundaries while they're doing what's healthy for them and for their life, actually. And I'm not saying that you you know, need to put the same boundaries as someone who has a kid at home. But I'm saying you can. And if you desire to do so, you can and you should. And yes, it's going to be pretty uncomfortable at first, especially if it's not something that is very common in your company. And... You know, people are going to look at you weird, maybe a little bit. Maybe there are going to be some, you know, shady comments from your managers, from your colleagues, you know. Some people will try to talk you out of it or be like, oh, well, now you're, uh, well, you're not available after that hour anymore. Oh, yeah, I mean, you block your lunch breaks out to just pull out a few examples already. But what is going to happen in the long run is A, you're really going to realize how much better you can do your job, how much more productive you are when you get to take breaks, when you get to set those boundaries. You are going to be healthier. You're going to be more clear in your head. You're actually going to get more done in less time than before. Because your brain actually gets time to breathe. Your body gets to take care of itself. It gets fitter. If it's fitter, it's capable of doing more. And it's capable of doing things in a better way. Because busy 
and productive are two entirely different things. Busy can mean all kinds of things. It just means you're doing something. But if you're looking at what you actually do in those 10 hours, is that really productive or are you just making sure you fill the time? And I want to be honest with yourself. I want you to be honest with yourself when you answer that question. Also, short disclaimer, I don't think I'm going to cut this. So just bear with me with the moments where I have to think. You can also probably hear I'm a bit nasal. I'm a bit sick. Not sick, but you know, just a little bit of a cold. So never mind my voice right now. Anyway, coming back to the topic. As you might know, I actually did go down to four days a week in my corporate job. And yes, I mainly did that to work on wild soul coaching, to dedicate a full day a week to me being CEO of my own company. But I also have to say that this shift has brought me so much peace. I actually get so much more done in the four days than I used to get done in five days. I actually get to think better about how I distribute my time between to-do time and meetings and all that. And even just setting this boundary of, no, I can't attend on Fridays. Like that is the day I don't work. It's actually in my contract. And it's like, no, I do not work Fridays. I get to say that every single day. And it's so liberating because you're also getting used to this right I get used to set up this boundary because I already made it part of my contract like it's not something I'm just making up so it makes it easier but it shouldn't be necessary that it's in your contract for you to be able to set boundaries another thing I actually adopted already a while ago is I block out my lunch breaks And unless it's like really an exemption, maybe a really important day, you know, unless I am making an exemption, which I do rarely, and that is the point here, I do that very rarely. But otherwise, I am very consistent with taking a full hour of lunchtime. I am blocking that out of my calendar. And I'm very confident in saying, sorry, I can only attend after one, you know, I'm flexible with moving it around a little bit, like in a certain frame between like 12 and two, but I'm not willing to sacrifice it. I'm not willing to not have lunch. I'm not willing to have to eat at my desk while working. And while that might be a personal preference, I do believe like more people should have that boundary. And I can only encourage you to take up this boundary. Or you could also set a first boundary and blocking out an end time of your day, an out of office time, and actually mark that as out of office, as not available at all. Yes, and I also do that. I got very good with setting boundaries over the time because I learned that this is important and necessary. So again, I am a little bit flexible on some days, 
but not all days. And I block this out consistently. Now, as I already said in the beginning, yes, in the beginning, this was uncomfortable. Especially in the beginning, you feel like everyone has their comment about it. Everyone is like trying to convince you to, oh, don't be that hard. Oh, can't you think, move things around? No, 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 no. And it is very tempting to say, ah, you know what? You know, I actually do have time. I was just kind of blocking that out for my lunch. So I know, and it's going to take practice. But I'm telling you, it's worth it. Because A, you get used to it and you're gonna get better at it over time. I promise you, I am living example for that. And B, what is actually very interesting over time when people see you're confident in the boundaries you're setting, when people see, oh, you're doing this and it's working for you. And then maybe, you know, over time you get new colleagues because they join your team or maybe you join a different team or you join a different company. Over time, people are actually going to be impressed by your boundaries. And then the whole thing shifts. People are coming up to you and they are going to be like, oh, wow, I'm so impressed. It is so cool that you set this boundary. And, you know, a lot of people will say, oh, I also would love to do that, but I cannot because X, Y, Z. And in that moment, you're going to look back and you're going to know, yes, I was there too. And that is the moment where you get to share your wisdom, where you actually get to do what I'm doing for you now and tell people, you know, I know it's hard and I know it's uncomfortable in the beginning. And it was for me as well. But now I'm here and I'm very confident in my boundaries. My boundaries haven't cost me my job. My boundaries haven't cost me a single salary increase. My boundaries actually have made me more productive and more confident in me and my role. And if I could do it, you can do it. And you get to share this and empower other people to do the same. And at some point that is going to change the culture bottom up because people set their boundaries. People just make this a rule. That is what happens to organizations through different patterns and generations already. And this is something that you can do regardless of your generation, regardless of your background, regardless of the company you are in. And now I don't know the full demographic of people hearing this, but let's say you're not in a regular office job. Let's say you're working somewhere where you're customer facing, where you're working maybe, I don't know, in a shop, in a bank, in, um, in a supermarket, somewhere where, you know, you can't just doze off or like can't fully control your working hours. You can still do this. You can still very clearly communicate what is okay for you and what isn't. And even if that is only really taking the time of break that you get to have the contractually agreed time of a break. Maybe that is half an hour 
within like an eight hour day. If you get half an hour, you get to have that half an hour. You get to have that full half an hour. And you get to decide what to do in that half an hour. And that is not work. And you get to decide if you want to talk to co-workers, if you want to be alone, if you want to listen to music. That can also be already a boundary that you're setting for yourself if you feel the need to. So this is not exclusively possible for office jobs. It's just where I have the most experience in. Now, just to spin that a little bit further... This doesn't only apply to your day-to-day job that you're already doing. These boundaries are also very important when you apply to a new job. When you apply to a new job, it's always a negotiation, right? And I'm going to do a full episode on, on negotiations when you're trying to get into a new job. But just to already put this out there, because it has to do with boundaries, with the topic we're talking about today. When you're applying for a new job, it's also very important to know your boundaries beforehand and to communicate them in a good way. If you're not willing to work Saturdays and they ask you to include that in the contract, it's important for you to know, is that a boundary I'm not willing to cross or is that okay for me? When they ask you to travel, when they ask you to come into the office every day instead of a hybrid model or a remote model, when they ask you how low would you go with your salary, that is right then and there the place where you need to know where your boundaries are. And I'm actually going to talk about this in my masterclass, The Pay Race. And um, yeah, if you want to be in there, let me know, DM me. If you're listening to this after the class has already taken place, DM me anyway. And with that, I'm going to leave you for today. Let me know how this landed with you. If there's anything you took out of this that you're going to apply to your day-to-day job. And I wish you a wonderful, wonderful day and stay wild.